0: Hi, my loves. Welcome back to this podcast, Resonance. So lovely to be back with you. This episode, I want to dive into all of the power of emotions and how emotions are actually incredible teachers and they're there to show us and lead us forward through whatever may be blocking us. Now, if you don't know anything about my journey or you don't know who I am, I am a mindset and leadership coach for women and I am huge on feminine magnetism leadership and a huge part of actually unlocking your unique magnetism is reconnecting with your emotions. Now, for a lot of women that I work with, they feel not safe to actually feel their emotions or they feel numb even physically in their body. And this is just a sign of how much suppression and how much they've shut down what they've been feeling. And I deeply resonate with this journey because for me, this was such a huge part of my healing journey. From a really young age, I grew up in an environment where, as I'm sure many of you experienced, where it was not safe to feel the emotion. And I learned from a very young age that, in fact, I needed to block, I needed to hide, and I actually needed to pretend I was feeling something different than what I was actually feeling. So I grew up in a home where there was a lot of physical violence. My mom had remarried a different different person. She had remarried to a guy who was incredibly violent, who was an alcoholic, and I know that he also had a very troubled upbringing as well. He was put in an orphanage and he was in the Royal Marines. So, you know, as a young girl, all I felt was rage. All I felt was this deep anger for what I was witnessing him do to my mother. And seeing her degeneration of her sense of self over time in this marriage. And it lasted 10 years. So it was a very, uh, it was a very deep and long experience. And my, it wasn't long, maybe only two years into them being together where I had already moved around quite a bit. I'd lived in Cayman Islands with my grandparents um, on a, on a, you know, on a whim, told that I was going to come back in a month's time and then it it ended up being a year. And I'm so grateful for my time with my grandparents because it was actually some of the happiest memories of my childhood that I had. And when I was summoned back home, it wasn't long before I was then gratefully placed in boarding school with my sister. So I was at boarding school. I was away from everything. And I started really feeling anxious, really stressing out about the unknown, right? Because now I wasn't in the situation. I didn't actually know what was going on. So my first experience of emotions actually showing themselves physically was when I was 14 and I got shingles and I didn't understand what that was. I didn't even know I had it for a long time. All I knew was that I was going to the shower and it felt like needles on my back. And I kept ignoring it as you do, as I did, ignoring, ignoring until it got so painful that I eventually went to the sanatorium which is like, you know, your boarding school, your boarding school hospital, so to speak. You know, you go there when you're sick. So I went there and they kept me bedbound for, I think I was there for over two weeks. I was bandaged up, I was in isolation, I was on my own. And it was the first time that I had to sit with myself because if anyone had asked me, Simone, how are you feeling? I would have said, I'm fine, right? So many of us do this. So many of us do this. Or another one is I'm okay, right? So clearly I wasn't okay, but I didn't understand how to process everything that I was holding inside. And so I deeply resonate with this feeling of not feeling safe to feel and if we do not process those emotions they will come up physically whether we like it or not and they will keep showing up physically and this is why sometimes we we experience chronic illnesses now this wasn't the last time i experienced chronic illness it was the first of three <laughs> before I actually began to feel safe enough to process my emotions. After having shingles, my school said to me, "It's an it's it's absolutely um, a non-negotiable that you go to talk therapy every week for the rest of your time at school." So I was there for four more years. So that's what I did, and. I really saw this as such a gift of a part of my journey that I'm so grateful for, was to have really experienced and to dive so deep into so many different modalities, from talk therapy to um you know, visualizations, to ceremony, to fasting, to all these different things that I took myself on because I needed it for myself, first and foremost, right? Everything I teach my clients, everything I teach in my containers is first and foremost because that was what I needed for me. So let's talk about emotions and how do we actually process them? And how do we actually start to see them for the gift that they really are? First and foremost is to really understand that you are not your emotion. Your emotion is something that you are experiencing or that you are feeling, but it is not you And sometimes just having this spaciousness between you and your emotion allows you to actually, like allow it to actually wash through your body without attaching a meaning to it or a meaning about what it means about you. Now, when we have experienced, you know, this kind of deep conditioning around being the good girl and the people pleaser. And again, that was most definitely me. Part of my survival was I needed to be the good girl. I needed to be, because if I wasn't, I wouldn't have been able to leave the house. And if I didn't leave the house, that was very traumatic for me. So I understand that deep ingrainment of, of that good girl. And when we do have that, we're less likely to allow ourselves to feel those challenging emotions such as jealousy, rage, anger, shame, embarrassment. All those things can feel guilt, can feel too much for us to bear. And we want to put on this persona of the good girl who's always happy who's always smiling who's always so polite so that we can actually get what we want right some of us this just carries on into adulthood and this was definitely a case for me in my early 20s as well learning you know i'd learn the really a tool around manipulation through emotions, which was a very unhealthy (laughs) strategy that I'd picked up from a very young age. So first create the space between you and your emotion. When we can pause, when we can have a bit of space, in Reiki we say can we be in neutrality? And I love this so much. I love this so much because it's like, I imagine I'm the eagle and I'm flying above the situation. I'm not in it, but I can observe it. And if you can just take yourself out of, you know, into that third person perspective, that can be extremely powerful. So that is like the first step. The second is to really get out of the mind, right? The mind is where it wants to make everything okay, where it wants to attach to a story or create a meaning. And when we're in our head, this is when we go round in circles. And this can be rage circles. This can just be downward spirals of self-criticism or judgment All of these things are not going to help you to actually feel the emotion. They're going to keep making you feel stuck in your head. And the emotion is really living in the body. So the second thing is to come into the body. And I like to just do a body scan and just witness where am I tense? Because I know for me, when I first started trying to feel my emotions, I didn't I couldn't even place my name on what emotion it was. It was so far out of reach for me. So my entry point was, okay, where am I feeling the tension in my body? And I started to really understand the correlation between where the tension is and what that relates to. So for example, if you're feeling lots of tension in your lower back, in your knees, in your legs, this can be the sense of lack of stability, not feeling held. If you feel lots of pain around your throat and your neck, it can be this feeling of not being able to speak your truth, right? all of these different elements and I went deep into learning around my chakras, around the energetical body, around what part of my body relates to each emotion and how it can help me to actually come back into connection with the emotion. Because when you're in connection with your emotion, then you can start to have a dialogue. Then you can start to actually begin to tap into it again and feel it. Because I know for me, I was so numbed out that I couldn't actually connect with it for a very long time. It felt so far out of reach. So come back to the body, witness, where is their tension? And then see if you can close your eyes and see if there are any visuals around that. Do you see someone? Do you see something? Do you see a color? And then get curious, come into communion with your body, ask that person, ask the visual, what are you trying to show me? What are you trying to teach me? What is my guidance from this point? And letting go of needing to know the answer, because it may not speak to you on the first time or the fifth time, or the 10th time, it may never speak to you, it may show you a sensation, it may show you a visual in return, it may instead just wash over a feeling through your body, right, so it's like opening ourselves up to receive the guidance in whatever way that it actually wants to guide you, and letting go of needing it to be a certain thing, or for it to be a certain way, you know so many of the times when i teach around like intuitive writing or manifestation there can be this real attachment to what words come out of their mouth or how it has to look and really when we're doing that we're constricting we're shutting ourselves off from from limitless possibilities and we're controlling the outcome and then it's just building that connection with your body Over and over and over again. And then there are some deep, beautiful somatic practices that you can do to make sure that you feel safe in that space of feeling. So if I'm not working with someone one on one, a lot of the time, what I recommend is just lean into the water, right? Lean into the emotion and then know what helps you to pull back, so for me, for example, I love music, music is so powerful for me, and can literally just like, you know, shift my mood, I can put some afro beats on, some burner boy on, and then before you know it, I just want to dance, I want to swing my hips, I want to just be playful, and and in my fullest expression, and so for some of you, it may be painting, for some of you, it may be dancing, for some of you, it may be, you know, going for a walk out in nature, It may be petting your pet, your cat, your dog, whatever it may be, but just know what you can do to elevate your mood, to bring you out of feeling the emotion. That's really important because it's kind of like an anchoring. I don't recommend like deep diving all the way into the deep end and then just going into the abyss. No, we get to stretch your edges. We get to stretch your capacity to actually feel without shutting down your nervous system. And this is why understanding your nervous system and understanding how to calm and soothe your nervous system is also so important. Because my loves, when you're able to actually feel your emotions and feel safe to feel your emotions, now you're building self-trust. And the more you do this, it's like the more you're actually getting to know yourself Now think about it, if you know who the fuck you are and you feel so deeply in your anchor, in your power, then what do you think happens if someone says a comment or someone criticizes you or someone sends you a shitty message? Do you think it affects you? No, because you're so freaking rooted. You know who you are and you trust yourself, right? You've built a relationship with yourself through reconnecting with your emotions if you don't do that work if you don't know who you are then sure when someone makes a remark it throws you when someone criticizes you it crushes you right you feel so vulnerable and bare and you don't have that sense of self-trust and self-trust is really the root of confidence so this work is so key, not only for you to actually get to know who you are, but it's so important if you're leading others. And this can be leading others. If you are a mother, you're leading others. If you are a manager, you're leading others. If you are a business owner, you're leading others. For me, I see business and life as hand in hand, as in business is going to bring up the same lessons as life is trying to give you as well. It's just going to mirror it, right? Maybe even more potently. So this deep inner work is the way through being able to know and understand how to fill up your own unique magnetism as a leader and how to lead others more potently. So if you're really feeling that there's still a lot you're holding on to and there's still things that you want to process and you're not sure if you want to do your own business and you're not sure if you want to lead others in that way yet, then realign to reconnect is a really potent three-month container which is all about this realigning to your truth, reconnecting with who you are and with your emotions, right? This is the foundation of everything. If you do not know who you are, how can you have clarity on what it is you want? And how can you create? You just can't. You just cannot. And for a lot of the women that I work with, they've been feeling like they're circling around and around and around for years, repeating the same circles repeating the same patterns and they just get to a point where they are over it and they're like, okay, I surrender. Like I'm ready to do the inner work. So if that is you, go onto my Instagram, simone.parza, send me a DM and let's chat. I want to hear all about your journey. I want to hear where you're at. And most importantly, I want to hear about where it is that you want to be in a year in it's six months time. Okay, that's what I want to hear. So that we can build that bridge between where you are and where you want to be. And if you say, look, I just want to work one-on-one. I want to dive deep. I want to feel safe in just a one-on-one container to really go there. Then also get in touch. I have openings for one month, three months, six months, nine months, and one year one-on-one coaching and mentorship. So my loves, this is your reminder to start to feel all that gets to be felt knowing that your emotions are such powerful teachers and guides. Sending you so much love and I'll be back with you next week.